This is the Off the Charts Business Podcast for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Here, you'll learn how to design a scalable business so you can spend more time outside, away from the screen, through actionable ideas, real-world examples, and pep talks from your host, that's me, Natalie Lucier, founder of Access Ally. This is the Off the Charts Podcast, where we help you reimagine what's possible in your business. Hi, this is Robin. And I'm Natalie Lucier, and this is the Off the Charts podcast, and this is a special edition where we're talking all about working with your spouse. Today, we are going to talk about how to communicate effectively with your spouse. One of the questions I get asked a lot is, how do you communicate with your partner when it comes to business and life stuff so that you're not always talking about business together, you still have that romantic side, but you know, without letting things fall through the cracks. So what would you say are some of our different techniques that we've done, Robin? Well, we try all the wrong ones first, so we definitely know how to communicate more effectively now. One of the things that we definitely find very effective is at the beginning of the day, we have a huddle where we talk about what we are going to do for that day. One of the things that we found really difficult to communicate at the beginning is accountability, is to make sure that the partner does what he or she said that he or she will do. And because it is your spouse, it's very difficult to be so strict. So a lot of times we depend on the person to be forthcoming with the progress. And as someone that is more or less a perfectionist, I do not like to share progress until I am completely done with it. And if it's a week-long project, I will simply go into radio silence for six and a half days, which drives Natalie absolutely up the wall. Yeah, and that's interesting. So I think that the other thing that can happen if you're not communicating often enough with your spouse in your business is that you could actually duplicate work. So sometimes we've done that where, you know, both of us did the same work and or we, you know, repeated the work and we didn't know because we didn't share that information. So having a daily meeting and it doesn't have to be a meeting. We call it a huddle because meeting just sounds boring. <laughs> so we actually try to do it at breakfast if we can and sometimes, you know, the timing doesn't work out or one of us is out the door or something, so we'll try to catch up at lunch. And at least doing it you know, in the first half of the day gives us that progress and that time to actually do the things we're going to talk about doing. And then sometimes we do catch up at the end of the day again if something came up. Um, but we try not to over-communicate about business because then you know, we're just going to talk about business 24-7. And sometimes we really do need, like at the end of the day, we're on the couch together just trying to hang out and something comes up and we think about something that happened during the day and then we're like, hey, wait, wait, no business talk right now. Like this is not business hours. Actually, I would like to talk about some of the things that we learned from miscommunicating. What are some of the really frustrating things that we have encountered just as I joined a company? Yeah, so some of the things were interesting um, just in terms of our different communication styles. So one of those things was um, that I tend to not be so direct. I tend to kind of beat around the bush a little bit, whereas Robin is very, very direct and he does not mince words. So sometimes I you know, would ask, you know, when is this going to get done or how's that going? And and sometimes, you know, I if I haven't heard like Robin said for a couple of days how things are going, then I get a little too direct and that doesn't go off well either. So it's all about finding the balance between passive aggressive and uber aggressive. 
what we what we try to communicate now is to be direct, but also do not be mean, which is something that takes a little bit of practice. I definitely go on the over aggressive side and end up hurting feelings. But what we need to focus on is really asking progress. We need to learn how to communicate in an objective way where we do not embed any emotions or judgments into the way that we talk. One of the things that I found really helpful is for us to actually do meta talk. So kind of what we're doing right now and getting clear on what works for each of us. So for some of us, sometimes, you know, we want to be more direct. And if you understand how the other person tends to communicate naturally, you'll really understand where they're coming from as opposed to saying, oh my God, you know, they're, they're so unhappy or something's going on. And that can really help as you and your spouse start working more together to make sure that you're on the same page and not getting confused or sending mixed signals. One very important thing that we come to realize is that never let the negativity in your communication get into your personal life. Don't take it out on the other person. Miscommunication is going to happen. That's just human. But what we need to remember is that we also love our spouse. So when the negativity starts creeping up, what you need to do is to go into a room and not talk and simply think for a little bit. Until you find that your emotion is back in check, and then you can talk. Because communicating when you're angry is never productive. Yes, and I have to say that one of the things that's really helped us is to remember that we're on the same team. So sometimes things can get heated, or you know, miscommunications happen. But remembering that we're actually in this together, and we're working towards goals together, especially as both of us are pretty Type A competitive type people. So it's great for us to be like, okay, wait, take a step back. What's the issue here? It's probably not either of us's fault. And how can we actually, you know, team up side by side and keep going forward together, as opposed to, you know. Trying to untangle our horns or something. <laughs> and a really effective strategy is to resolve all the arguments in the bedroom. That works great too. Yes, that actually is a very important piece of the puzzle. So <laughs> I'm definitely not going to leave that out there. <laughs> great. All right. So with that, we will wrap up this episode of Off the Charts Business Podcast. In the next one, we're going to talk about when you should work with your spouse or not. So whether it's a good fit or not. Thank you so much for listening, and if you like our podcast, please leave us a review. Five star would be awesome. And of course, subscribe to our iTunes podcast so you never miss any upcoming episodes of the Off the Charts podcast. We'll catch you soon. Want to keep growing your business on your terms? Then sign up for my free newsletter, The Momentum Memo. You'll get quick, actionable tips to gain momentum in your business every Tuesday. Head over to natalielucier.com forward slash memo to join over 6,000 other entrepreneurs scaling on their terms. Whether you're just getting started or have been running your business for a while, the Momentum Memo has something for you.